Are you ready? Starting now? <laughs> well, now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it. When we started, we were just like, yeah, we're just going to do this, man. You know, shoot our wad into the wind and see what happens. <laughs> What's right. the title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> our fucking faces are everywhere now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but You're but welcome, ladies. <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, really? totally. this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And hopefully everyone's been paying attention on Instagram. And we do have a guest tonight. Uh, It is Shay. And Shay, I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself real quick. Just a brief intro, and then we'll kind of get into what we're talking about. But I got just a couple of things I want to get into first also. But go ahead and introduce yourself first for everyone. Yeah. Hi, I'm Shay. Uh, I go by Shay's Not Drinking over on Instagram. That's where you can find me mostly. I post almost daily over there. Um, I just turned three years sober on May 6th. And I'm a mom of two girls. I live in Utah. I'm 38. I I love recovery. I live it every day. Um, Quitting drinking saved my life. And I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, perfect. And you know what? I got a couple of things right. And that's one of the things I was going to bring up. Happy anniversary because you just hit three years. What was yeah. that? Uh, how many days ago was that? Okay. May 6th. Um, six days. What is this? Six What's days. Six days ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I knew it was within the last week. I couldn't remember, but that was the first thing I was going to, I was going to bring up, but uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, welcome. We're, I know we, um, as you. I, as I mentioned in the promos, it took us, we had to can't or no, you had to cancel once and we canceled once or vice versa, whatever the deal was. It, uh, that's how it goes. You know, we, the I, longer I feel like I get in my sobriety, the busier I become. Mm-hmm. Right. And what do you what do you say all the time, Mike? <laughs> what will we do if we stop drinking? Life will be so goddamn boring. <laughs> That's what everyone thinks. That's what I thought for mm-hmm. sure. So I have a I have a quick story first. And it you know what? Surprisingly enough, Shay, this story involves you too. So right off the bat, the three of us have a cool. story together. <laughs> mm. So <Sure>. um <laughs> so everyone saw, I know you saw the promos and Mike sees them on um on Facebook. And it basically, when I promote the episodes, I do that picture collage. I do the write up, which I just grab stuff. As you mentioned, Shay, to grab stuff from your website. So I took a couple of things on there and I posted the upcoming guest, which had that on Monday. Then I posted it again on Wednesday. And like a few minutes later, I get this notification from Instagram saying that my post had been removed. I didn't know which one it was. And I looked and it was that one. And it says community guidelines violation for hate speech 
or hate symbols. Nice. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what so, I do? <laughs> well, yeah. This so first time. of all, I looked at the, I looked at everything in the write-up because I'm like, I posted it on Monday. Nothing was wrong. I looked at the write-up again. I'm like, is there something hidden in there that I missed? I knew nothing that you wrote, but I'm like, is there any phrase in there that they could have, you know, some computer misinterpreted? Like nothing's wrong with that. So it's like hate speech or hate pictures. And I'm looking at you and I'm like, well, you don't look hateful. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, it's not you. Then I looked at Mike and I, and I'm like, well, maybe I we look, look a little, little hateful. hateful. Right. <laughs> well, I was, I was trying not to, not to single you out of there, but yeah, Mike looks a little hateful. You know, we're, we're all friends here, but we've been, we've been using that picture for literally a year and, Two months now, right, Mike? Because yes, it was no right. year in a month. Yeah, yeah, right. Because it was uh, anniversary weekend. We went down to Akron. <clears throat> yeah, so a year, yeah, a year and a month, exactly, almost. So then I started looking at it. I'm like, oh shit! So I zoomed in, Mike, on your tattoos, and mm -hmm. I'm like, are one of these motherfuckers looking at that and thinking there's like a swastika on his arm? That's <laughs> a lot of crap, but that's not one of them. I know. So I zoomed in on it. Even zooming in, you can't see anything. I'm like, I don't get it. So I hit the, you know, because obviously you can have a post reviewed. Um, hit the review, and like literally 30 seconds later, they're like, oh, sorry are bad and i'm like <laughs> you bastards because i'm like oh i'm like freaking out i mean hate speech you know and hate symbols that's kind of a big deal kind of <laughs> mm -hmm. i mean kinda. you you probably will you follow us shay you see some of the shit that i post on there it's, oh i love your posts they're the, one of my favorite po like things i look forward to them well, well thank you but they're they're <laughs> they're immature they're sometimes sexual yeah. they're inappropriate yeah. but they're not yeah. hateful no yeah it's all so, then, love <laughs> they're fantastic <laughs> so then but seriously i'm thinking on top of that i'm like shit somehow some way in here and then shay's attached to this it was very concerning but then it went away and i'm like whatever so well, i'm glad yeah. they figured their shit out okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so um you had mentioned before we got on here that we didn't give you any uh you know kind of guidelines on what we were talking about and, yeah. and my answer was um we do that on purpose because we uh you so Shay messaged me. What was that? An hour ago. Yeah, an hour before like, we started. She's like, um, "I'm looking forward to chatting in an hour, but I haven't gotten anything yet." So <laughs> you didn't get the script. <laughs> so I, but I told her, I'm like, "Yeah, we just don't, we don't set up the the link and stuff until before." And she's like, "Oh, I'm kind of a planner. Sorry, no, it's all good." Well. <laughs> We're sort of planners, but kind of winging it when it comes to this. So we we do that on purpose. But um, usually, and I'll just give you kind of a, any format that we have is very brief. Most people want to tell their story, a little bit about a background, and most people want to tell about what they're doing now. And then Mike has the best way to explain that when it comes to telling stories. Right, Mike? Exactly. Well, we all know how to get fucked up. We all know how to ruin our lives. We know how to hurt everybody around us. We know how to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What we're interested in is the solution. What we're doing today to stay sober. I love it. Yeah. So, you know, talk a little bit about your background and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if you're a 12 step person, but if you've ever heard the term drunkalog, um, we're not huge fans of that. So, um, you know, tell us about how you got to where you are. But uh, we really want to dive into what you're doing. I mean, I, I've followed you on Instagram, I think for in a minimum for a year or so. I've looked at your website and all those things. So I know you're doing good things and we want to hear about that stuff too. So, oh, just so you know, all your stuff, whatever you want me to put in the, the podcast notes, if you want me to put your website, I'll put your Instagram, which has already been in the post. All that stuff will be in there so people can look you up and contact you. Whatever you want us to put in there, we can put in there, okay? Great. And I love it. Thank you. So, yeah, you're welcome. So it's all you.
Okay. Yeah. I love that you're focused um, on the solution because Mike put it so eloquently um, <laughs> that we all know how <laughs> to fuck everything up. We're, we're, we know how to do that. So, um, but a little bit about me, I do like to tell a little bit about my background because I think sometimes, at least when I was starting to get sober, I, I looked for people that I related to, mm-hmm. um, you know, someone that had similarities to maybe my story or, um, yeah, basically that actually. Agreed. <laughs> um, so I grew up, I'm in Utah, still in Utah, born and raised here. If anyone's familiar, it's, um, Mormon culture, LDS culture, Latter-day Saints. So I was raised um, in that religion. It's a pretty conservative religion. Um, One of the rules is that we're not allowed to drink. Um, What was really weird for me was that my parents drank um, and like had poker parties on the weekend. And then we'd go to church and they'd tell us not to do that. But it was like, oh, like, just, I don't know, don't talk about it. Right. And just no one ever talked about it. So, so confusing for me as a young child. And especially because like, I hated church from as long as I can remember. And when they were partying and it was like, they were having a great time. So I just always kind of knew from the beginning that I, that's probably what I would do when I was a grown up was what looked fun, not right. continue to go to church. So, um, confusing but at the same time I was a rule follower that's just my personality even like even in recovery like I follow I follow rules it's it's part of my personality anywho um (laughs) so I didn't drink basically that's to say I didn't drink until I graduated high school and married my first husband at 19 so we decided that we wanted to drink you know pretty quickly and that escalated. I had a lot of trauma in my childhood. I was, um, I think you had in your promo it, I, you talked about, I was sexually assaulted when I was a kid. I had my, my dad was addicted to drugs. That was also confusing because same with like the church it was this whole say, as I do, as I say, not as I do mantra <laughs> in my right. house. Um, so Yeah. So that made it so I didn't drink until I was an adult. But then when I did start drinking, a lot of that past trauma that was never addressed kind of came to the surface. And so um, it made me crazy. It made me a crazy person. And my young husband was just really confused, like had no idea. I I didn't even know where it was coming from and he didn't either. So it fell apart pretty quickly. I had, I didn't really understand probably until this recovery and this three years, um, how much alcohol played a part in the destruction of that doesn't matter because I ended up meeting my soulmate. Thank God, actually really quickly. Um, my husband who I'm married to now 16 years. Nice. Well, been together 16 years, married 13. But yeah, he's great. Um, he's seen me through and stayed by my side, and I'm really lucky. But yeah, I met him in 2007. Um, we got married in 2009, and then I went to my first rehab. I was in rehab on our first anniversary in 2010. Mm-hmm. So what kind of happened with that was we had been living together for a long time and I had been hiding alcohol for since the very beginning. So for about four years now, 
okay, sorry, three years now, I had been hiding my alcohol use. And so he never really knew my baseline from the very, very beginning, because I was taking shots before a drive to his house, like at the very beginning of our dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was a huge fear of mine every single time, because I was like, he's going to know the real me and he's going to not like me, you know, just so many fears about not being fun or not being like, I don't even know. I, I think we all have alcohol in in or what is that uninhibits us is that right. the right term yep. and so I for at least for me I always feared I would never be uninhibited again and I loved that feeling of not caring what anyone thought like right. not a flying fuck yeah and so and thankfully we you can know, feel I that thought, way sober yeah thank God right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm crazier and wilder now and it's the best because it's authentic. Right. And no one can accuse me of like you're drunk. I'm like no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Great. <laughs> I'm just crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we've been together for 3 years and then my sister, she was a teen, I want to say 13, and she wrote me a letter saying she was concerned about me and it really kind of pulled a lot of the wool that I thought I was pulling over everyone's eyes and I probably really wasn't down, but people started talking about it. And basically I said, okay, okay, I'll go to rehab. Like I'll go, I'll go get fixed guys, Mm -hmm. you know, go, go let me get fixed. So I went to 90 days. Yeah. Or, or, or let me go learn how to be a better drinker or at least, right. you know? Right. Yeah. I, I do. That's what you bet. That's what I was making yeah. laugh. <laughs> Not because right, like I'm going to quit. No, 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 no. Forever. Learn how no. to control it. Yeah. Yeah. A moderate, like a normal person. Mm-hmm. Um. So I completed the 90 days because, you know, like I said, I'm an achiever. I like to, uh, if I say I'm going to do something, I do it, (laughs) even if it's fucked up. But I graduated and then, sorry, I have a little tickle. Here, you need some of big tickle. You need some. Yeah, apologies. (laughs) You need some of that Mountain Dew you were drinking I just took a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, where was, was I? Oh, yeah. So I graduated that rehab. And I stayed sober for two years. During that time, I got pregnant and had my first baby. So that was actually just really, all really great and a really good time in my life and things were going well. Um, And so I decided to drink again. You know, I felt like I had gone through the rehab. I had been successfully sober for two years. I Mm -hmm. had been in therapy, um, doing the aftercare, just all this stuff. And so in July, 2012, me and my husband went to Vegas and I told him I was going to drink again. And he was actually really excited because he really missed the drinking me because mm-hmm. <laughs> I also, at that time, it was different. I was putting my recovery on him. I was asking him not to drink like way different than I am now. Like right. he lives his life. Like my shit is not his shit. Exactly. And it is just so different now. Right. But back then, because I didn't really, really want to be sober, like, Everyone else was going to be miserable with me too, okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> or like, I wasn't really going to do this. You couldn't expect me to. So he was pretty miserable too. It was, I, but he was going to do it for me because he saw that I was at least healthy. I, you know, I was, I was definitely more a person that that he wanted to be with at that time. Um, so he knew. He got to see that. 
Um, and I got to do it kind of in a way that felt safe for me in, in a weird way. Um, and then I had another baby in 2015 and I got postpartum and I didn't realize that really. Um, but I had been drinking, you know, for quite a while before that baby, I quit when I was pregnant, but then I went right back to drinking like nine days after I had her. Um, and the postpartum really set in. I didn't know it. I thought it was the drinking. I used the drinking to self-medicate by the time she was four, four in 2019, I was suicidal. Um, and so in August, I was in the behavioral health unit for 72 hours against my will. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was kind of my first mini wake up call. Um, and we moved during that time. I stayed sober for about four months and then I decided to drink again on new year's Eve, 2019. So I started 2020 (laughs) drinking. Because I thought, again, because that's the sickness of, of the disease is you just, you, at least for me, I wanted it so badly that I was just going to convince myself and justify over and over again, no matter what. Okay. I'll, I'll, I just, I won't get to that place again. I, I won't let myself. Right. Right. It's not possible. I can't. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but COVID comes around. Um, we're in the lockdown in March. So three months in, um, and then in April, we are in the shutdown here. Uh, and my husband goes to the liquor store because we were concerned, honestly, that I would run out of booze and it would be a medical like situation because we were concerned that like the liquor stores would close here. They never did, but I mean, the liquor stores were around the, around the store. Cause we only have liquor at designated stores. You can't right. get them at the grocery store, like Costco here. Um, so yeah, it was crazy. He ended up getting like 40 bottles and they were gone in a month in like all of April. Wow. I just yep. like drank a bottle a day. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I totally excused it because everyone else was drinking too. He was too. It was just, it was so monotonous. And I wound up in the ER during the height of COVID twice. And then, so then I had my final bender would be, would have been May 3rd, 4th, 5th of 2020. And I woke up on May 6th, 2020, and I really should have gone to the ER again, and I had my click. That's what I describe it as. I just had this final, I don't know why that day, like, it wasn't that much of a bottom because I'd done that twice in the last two months, like, exact same thing, but it was just finally, like, I cannot keep doing this. I can't keep doing this to my family, to myself. I'm gonna die. Like, I'm gonna fucking die. And I was like, okay. Like, and for me, I had to say, like, I'm an alcoholic. That that term, that term worked for me. I know it doesn't work for everyone else, but mm. having something to attach my inability to drink was necessary in the beginning. Yep. Yep. And I know that that, yeah, I know that that that's so different for everyone. And that also that will, ch- that can change over your recovery. I mean, I mean, even now at three years, I'm like, am I like, I know I can never drink again, but do I want to call myself that? And I think that that's okay that we, we, you know, look at those things like that's allowed. You can look at things. It doesn't mean like you're going to change or like say that you're going to drink again, but we get to 
um, we get to rewrite our, our narrative. And so, yeah, that was the beginning of my awakening and my journey to where I am right now. And it's awesome. I'm excited. I'm, I've, I've been loving it. So in quick question, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the, the alcoholic thing. And, um, <laughs> I've talked about Mike and I have talked about this a couple of different times. I'm I'm never going to use the individual's um, name on here, but there's there's let's just say there's people out there that either want to eliminate the term alcoholic, say it's outdated, all these different things. There's other things that go along with that, but the main thing that kind of lit me up the one time, the first time, was the whole taking away the word alcoholic and reading posts on Instagram. It's it's outdated. It's this and that. And I'm, in my kind of like exactly what you just said is I don't, and Mike and I talked about it. Neither one of us really give a shit one way or the other, what somebody calls themselves, but mm -hmm. the, the mindset, it was almost like the, the individual is taking a look at it. Like it was um, like, it was a, like a racist word or something that was let's go back to hate speech, you know, like mm -hmm. it was hateful and hurtful. And the thing of it is, if I walked up to you, Shay, and I met you and you're like, You've been re in, in recovery for three years. And I said, oh, a fellow alcoholic. And you're like, eh, I prefer alcohol free. I'm not going to be like, no, you're a fucking alcoholic. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't care, you know. Um, yeah. But but then again, if you come up to me and I say, yeah, I'm an alcoholic. You're like, you can't use that word. I'm going to be like, fuck you. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can call myself whatever I want, right. actually. And, and, I, <laughs> and I put that one of the, well, actually, but no, Mike and I were talking about it. I'm like, if each one of us wants to call each other, you know, I mean, well, he and I are a different story. But <laughs> if we want to call ourselves, if I want to call myself a greasy, low bottom, slimy ass, you know, drunk, um, alcoholic, dirt bag, whatever it is, I can call myself whatever I want. Now, somebody might look at me and be like, that dude's got a, uh, he's got some issues. Um, but I could call mm -hmm. myself that if I wanted to, but that was a whole thing. So I'm glad you brought that up. So do you wait, wait a second. Let me step back one thing. Mike, what was the, um, what was that old term that you said they used to call alcoholics? Toss pot. <laughs> a toss pot. I'm going to start using that. How about that? <laughs> yes. But we were going back and forth. We were thinking of all of the, the terms and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, but, but I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So do you consider yourself, uh, and I don't care one way or the other, but so to you, it was important for you to say what you, what you were and what you were dealing with. Do you still feel that way? Or you're kind of, as you said, kind of wavering away from that or right now. So I thought that I would, I would go by that term forever. Unfortunately, what I have seen happen to me over, over the course of time and through over these three years, um, is when I, I, I felt strongly to relate to it then because I needed something to attach it to. Um, and I'm really happy to talk to other alcoholics and use that term. It's when I talk to normies or people that don't understand addiction, when I use that term that I get, um, a different reaction to me, even when there's absolutely no reason for that. Hmm. Um, and so, what I've chosen to do instead of, I guess, I guess that's what's different. Whereas before I was, I would just tell everyone like, I'm an alcoholic, <laughs> like deal with it. That's who I am. <laughs> just, if you don't like it, fucking figure out your own shit. Right. But now I'm just kind of like, okay, like not everyone needs to know everything. And that's part of recovery. <gasps> like I used to just, I felt like everyone needs to know everything or I'm not, or I'm hiding because maybe that was triggering for me because I was hiding so much with the alcohol that I felt like everything had to be in the open. Otherwise 
I, I don't know. You're something. not working that an was, honest program. Uh, yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. And right. so as I'm as I'm growing though in my recovery, I know that that's not necessary, and right. not everyone you know is going to respond in the way that is best for me and for them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just learning discernment. <laughs> okay. It's that's all yeah. balance. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. Know, right. Yeah. But as far as the term alcoholic, I mean, yes, I am an uh, alcoholic. If I talk to another alcoholic, yeah. you better believe it. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like I that that relates us, that sure. connects us well, on yeah. a visceral, a visceral level. Because if you are a self-proclaimed alcoholic, you know the fucking depths of hell that we've been in. Mm-hmm. Like you because you can <laughs> then you can actually automatically relate to yeah. like it's a shorthand. It's yeah, it's like, oh, okay, you like you we're the we okay we get it we're the yep. same right yep. there's this yep. thing we have it and and mm-hmm. that's that's fine yeah that's all yeah. it is that's all it is it's a label that we have this allergy this we react differently than the normies i can never drink alcohol again no or i will fuck up my life really 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 fast right. and possibly die so yeah. that's just that's it right and, and, and as long as i remember that every day <laughs> and more I'm importantly i'm gonna fuck everybody's <laughs> life up around me that's the yeah. thing. You and know? That's, I mean, if, if, if I could just, it. if I could be in a bubble and just fuck my life mm. up, you know, my own, I, yeah, my right. Very own. You know, right. <laughs> you know, the big lie we tell ourselves, I'm not hurting anybody mm. but myself. Right. Oh my gosh. Because I've seen the ripple effect go the other way in the last right. three years. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, the sad ripples I was putting out. I had no idea how far they were extending. Mm-hmm. It was so sad for me to see and realize because because my new ripples are allowing me that. Exactly. But that was part of the healing too. Like mm-hmm. to see like what, what the, the, yeah, the destruction. Right. Yeah. And there's no other way. Yeah. The positive ripples, there's no other way to explain it. We have to experience it. We have to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's the same as touching that hot stove. I, I can touch <laughs> that hot stove. I can do that. Wait, wait, may I do it over here? No. Yeah. We're going to burn yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and yeah. but yes, but the positive, <laughs> but we need to experience it both ways because that's just again that alcoholic shorthand. You know, we understand that now that yes, the positive mm-hmm. ripples. We're not hurting people. We're actually occasionally helping people, <laughs> and it feels so good. Like yeah. you can sleep at night, right. and uh, it all does like, circle back around to selfishness. You know, when we really think about <laughs> it, does. it. Oh my it gosh, does. I say that all the time. People are yeah. like, "Why do you have an Instagram?" I'm like, "Cause I'm selfish." Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I like, because I want to talk about me all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, but like that—that that was how it started out. That's not how it is now. But it was very selfish. Like, I need something to do that's gonna, you know, make me re- think about this every day. Right. Exactly. That I will feel some pull towards get those the the endorphins and the dopamine because you know that's what Instagram is mm-hmm. all day long. Right. It's just right. a new dopamine and serotonin hit than the alcohol, but like whatever, it's better than the poison I was pouring down my throat. Right. <laughs> so with um, in and it's interesting that you said depending on the people that you talk to, and I I know you do coaching, so I I do want to get into that so you can talk about that a little bit too. But um, I mean, Mike and I in. It, I don't know how much of our podcast you've listened to. I don't necessarily post a lot of AA things on Instagram because of the, we've got such a wide audience, you know, and I, I try to get keep, troll comments. That's yeah, all that it, happens. I try to keep annoying. things as, as vague or as neutral as, neutral as possible. <laughs> but when it yeah. comes to the podcast, uh, Mike and I talk about AA a lot. That's what we were brought up and yeah, lived in absolutely. and still live by the principles. But one of the biggest things 
is that if we're talking to somebody, if we get somebody that comes up to us and starts asking us questions, it's not our place to label somebody as an alcoholic or even necessarily start talking to them as if they are, you know, Mm -hmm. that person's Mm got to come to their own conclusion. So it's, it's interesting. And, And again, you're, starting on a path where it's like, okay, this is what you think you were. And now you're kind of opened up a little bit, but still with that same mindset where, you know, you've got to kind of be a chameleon based on who you're talking to, because seriously, Mm -hmm. if, uh, and we've had, I've had normies come up to me. Um, we've had friends, we've had all these different people, both Mike and I over the last 13 years. And it's like, as soon as somebody starts talking to you, we, I know I do. And I know Mike, I think Mike does too. It's immediately you think in your head, like, okay, <laughs> I, need, I need to choose my words, you know, because we yeah. can, right. we can tell our stories and then let them be like in their head going, that's me. That was me. That's me. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of AA meetings. Right. Mike, when we sat there and the, you know, what they used to tell us about hearing our own story. Right. Right. You know, right exactly. Yeah. Well, that's why the the recovery ecosystem is what it is, that we need the newcomers and we need the old timers because mm-hmm. the newcomers remind us, you know, and the old timers give relate the, the new, you know, give the stories that the newcomers need to be to hear and, right. and, and know and, that and, I'm and, not alone. Right. It, they're not alone. And there is a way to do this and, and be happy mm-hmm. and, and healthy and free. Yeah. You know, and, and not miserable. You know, yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, yes, there's me, a way out. There I, is. I, I was and... so used to being miserable. I figured, okay, I'm just going to be miserable in a different way. And it turns out <laughs> I'm actually not fucking miserable. I thought that too. I thought, okay, fine. I'll just never have fun again, but at least I won't be kill- ruining my family and killing myself. Right. Like... <laughs> be alive and miserable. But... Yeah, fine. <laughs> But, you know, it's funny with uh, the, when you mentioned with Instagram, too, and it's so I do the same thing every morning. I do the same post and then I just I go off the fucking, you know, basically out of mm-hmm. out of my mind throughout the afternoon, depending on how I feel. Um, but <laughs> but I always do. I post one of our readings, um, you know, from and I say our because Mike and I basically read the same books every morning. Um, right. uh-huh. <laughs> we don't sit down together because we're you know, he's in Cleveland. I'm in. I'm in Indiana at the moment, but so I try to pick one of those. So I post that first, but I do that. I do it for other people, but I also do it for myself because it, I pay attention more to the readings when I know I'm going to post something. And then Mm -hmm. I'll post, I post a podcast clip because we do the podcast every week and every, every morning I post a clip, you know, so Mm -hmm. I'm doing that for ourselves, but I'm also doing it for the person like you, our guest, you know? So, and then- I usually post something, some piece of merchandise now that we have the store. Usually it's a coffee post, something like that. That's for us, you know? So it's yeah, for, yes. you know, the first one's selfish in a way, but I mean, I, those three I, happen every morning. And then, like I said, <laughs> then I just, the, the memes that I post, I do that because they're, first of all, they're funny as fuck. And, yeah. and I try to see how far I can go. <laughs> how many unfollows can i get with this one <laughs> well and, and, you know to, to begin with and you've got a hell of a lot more followers than we do but to begin with when um i was watching you know we, we'd have like five or six maybe a thousand followers five or six hundred or a thousand mm-hmm. then i'd see mm-hmm. us i'd see it actually drop it's it hasn't it hasn't dropped in months at least not visually you know because uh-huh. we'll get if you look at it over a 30-day period we'll get like 300 followers or we'll net out a hundred 
you know, so there's, yes. well, but there's, there's scammers, there's OnlyFans chicks trying to get money from us. <laughs> there's all these different things that I get a ton of those all the time, Yeah, you know, but I'm sure there's people that look at it. They're like, who the fuck are these people? You know, and they don't, <laughs> and I'm fine with that. I don't care, you know, but it's just, it is, it's, it's a lot of fun. So the other thing that I, that I wanted to bring up and um, you know what, Mike, do you want looking at 30 minutes before we kind of, so yeah. Shay, I mean, you've got your basic story down up to the point mm -hmm. of basically getting into sobriety, right? So we can yep. get into the, the next part. And I've got one more question and it has to do with you anyhow with Instagram. So what do you think, Mike? A good time okay. to take a break? Let's do it. All right, everybody. Stay tuned for a message from our sponsor and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, it's your friends at Sober Not Mature. Hi and, there. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, it's it's both of your friends this time. Hi Mike, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Bill? I am doing well. But we do we do have a purpose. Uh, we we actually usually talk about uh, our one website, but we actually have two websites now. So two. We two websites in one <laughs> all right so so everyone knows we still have the podcast website that is www.sobernotmature.com uh -huh. and we just launched the store website so uh, we also have that do you know what the website address is on that one mike of course i don't <laughs> it's pretty easy mike it's www.sobernotmatureshop.com ah. so <laughs> but from the, the the podcast website, you can still hit the store link and get into the uh, into the web store, or you can right. access it from our Instagram page through the highlights. Uh, we've been posting quite a bit of, about it, and we'll continue to do that. But mm -hmm. do you know what's on the second website, Mike? Um, it, well, there's a store. There are products that you can purchase for you <laughs> and your loved ones. <laughs> well, Mike, do we do we still have merchandise? <laughs> we have merchandise. Well, we got T-shirts and coffee mugs and all kinds of crap. <laughs> and one of the one of the coolest parts we also do have. <laughs> All the recovery books from Hazelden, which is kind of a big deal. That um, is least, a big deal. Eh, at least for us. So all the books that we read, God grant me 24 hours, the big book, the 12 and 12, um, all of those books are available for sale on our website. And they once are. again, that, that store website is www.sober. <laughs> trying to help, man. <laughs> I know you are. You're not helping, though. Okay, now i got to say www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Dot so, com. Dot com. Visit that today or visit the, the podcast website, which is, again, you know the podcast website, so. www.sobermanotmature.com. Uh, Did you just say sober but not mature? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Yeah, like fucking mush mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. You've suffered enough with this, and uh, we'll get back to what we were talking about previously. So visit the websites, though. Right. Welcome back. And now, as we said a couple episodes ago, I think we're going to dive more into the solution. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but uh, but no, I actually this you mentioned something before, Shay, when you had said about the, the selfishness and things like that. And there was a question that you had posted about um, a question that you got from somebody that I said, remember that for Friday. And then I actually wrote it down. Yes. So so Mike, <laughs> she got this question and you posted the it was um you actually took a picture of the message that you got from the individual, right? So Yeah, I did. Okay, I'll let – it was your message, so I'll let you do it, but I wrote down the note because I thought it was an interesting question I think Michael would be interested in too. 
Okay. So you want me to tell you, you want me to read you the little post that I did? Yeah. If you, if you have it or if by memory, whatever works. Yeah, I've got it here. Um, <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> you're, you're prepared and we're not. That's why, that's why right. I said that. <laughs> and I have no idea what you guys are talking about. So here we go. My organization has organization, y'all. Right. <laughs> so basically someone, I, basically someone asked me or said, you're three years sober. You know, why are you still talking about it? Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Would you like me to read the whole message? It's from up to him? you. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, we, I'm, we I'm going to, to because I think it's kind of relevant. I do too. Um, he says, hello, Shay. I've been following you for some time now, and you are quite the inspiration. Your journey, as I learned via multiple podcasts, was a hard road. I can relate. I've had a difficult relationship with alcohol the majority of my life, starting around 14. With that said, I've been in and out, ups and downs, the usual, as I'm sure you know. My question is this. Have you really found freedom from alcohol if you continue to think about it and post about it daily? It's still something you focus on. Alcohol still seems to be running the show, even if you're currently sober. For me, at times, it's all-consuming. The way sober living people as yourself seem to give it daily attention is confusing. It's still controlling you, it seems. Living in the addiction is the same. Booze on the mind every day. It's there. Drink or not drink. It's there. When, if ever, does one move on and not give it attention? Is it possible? (laughs) I said... I didn't respond to him, but I will respond to all of you. Um, I said, what started as accountability has grown into community. And, you know, I'll, I'll expand on that a little bit. Kind of what I was saying earlier is when I first started out, it was so, so selfish because I really needed that accountability. If I posted every day and as my following grew, it felt like I had more people to be accountable to and I made friendships. And I mean, I've made real life friendships from it, from this Instagram profile and that accountability was major. And I know that it kept me from relapse multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's just kind of grown into community where I have a lot of friends on there that I talk to almost every day and we keep each other, um, we keep rooting for each other. And there's a newcomer that pops on Instagram every day that needs to see something, right? So right. it's community a little bit more than accountability, but still the accountability's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so second, I said that this disease doesn't go away. It stays dormant and we have to rely on tools and recovery to keep it like that. And I think of Instagram as my medicine because I, I pop it daily like a pill if I was physically ill in like a ligament or something. Um, and then he said something about me not having freedom. And I feel like I have complete freedom. I, <laughs> I talking about alcohol has no, does not cage me. Drinking alcohol cages me. Right. Um, also what, what everyone sees on Instagram is they might feel like it's my whole life because that's all they know about me is Instagram. For me, it's 10 minutes of my day, Mm -hmm. like maybe. Um, so it's definitely not running any show. I just want to put that out there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then like it, my intention is to spread awareness because big alcohol is everywhere spreading that message in absolutely every way possible. And so if us sober people aren't out there spreading the message and showing support to people that feel alone and think that there's not other people like us out there, like, I don't know who else is going to do it. So right. that's me. That's me doing it. Right. Right. Um, 
so that yeah that's basically it just saying like those are my reasons i mean i understand i guess i understand what he was saying mm-hmm. but I, i'm i'm not going anywhere i think it, it helps me other people tell me it helps them i am the happiest i've ever been and instagram is a great tool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah see and, like and- i I figured you you figured you'd appreciate that one. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And clearly, this is someone who hasn't completely accepted their alcoholism yet. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on. Oh, I'm really I not, am. but it's I, not it's I've not my what's whatever. Yeah. I, right. Well, yeah. okay. When yes, when I fought that stuff and you know, when am I gonna be free of it? When when am I not gonna think about it? Never. Never. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, never I spent, because I spent four decades of my years life on it. thinking about alcohol all the time. <laughs> yeah, four decades for you. So you have at least four decades of every day not. Right. It's just yeah. how it goes. Yeah, of course yeah. I think about alcohol all the time. We've talked about it plenty of times. Yes, we always think mm-hmm. about alcohol. You know, well, not always, but, you know, yes, <laughs> on a daily basis, alcohol enters my mind one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I write a post about it in the morning that mm-hmm. reminds me that I don't drink that, then what, no matter what point of the day that happens, I already have my foundation that I don't do that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't care. And it's like, right. it's almost invisible to me the rest of the day mm-hmm. instead of this like scary thing that might jump out at me. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> like you said, we have this disease. There is my favorite quote from the big book, and yes, I'm going to quote the big book now. There <laughs> yeah. is no cure for alcoholism. All we get is a daily reprieve contingent upon the maintenance of our spiritual condition. And the most important and word there is maintenance. It's absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. We don't have to do it as heavily and as like all in as we do in the beginning. No. It like fades out. Mm. Like, like it fades it, out it, and it you pick e- the tools that work. And it doesn't even fade. It just becomes a part of our life. Right. It's just a lifestyle. It's just like, oh, yeah. and then everyone kind of around you knows you don't drink. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it just fits. It's a yeah, starts it, to feel. Exactly. It's yeah, not, like it's life. Not, <laughs> it's not that gorilla in the room anymore. It's a little tiny monkey over in the corner. Yes. And we can tame <laughs> him and give him a banana mm-hmm. and put him in his cage if we have to. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's when, when I read that and that, that is Mike, Mike, quotes that piece of the big book and, and maintenance is it's the it's the most mm-hmm. important thing and like we've talked about it a ton like you just said posting in the morning i i post to instagram but before i ever do any of that and both mike and i have been doing it you know for fucking ever we do readings mm-hmm. we do prayers in the morning and that's because that's what we were taught but that's like mm-hmm. you said it mike is the one all the time you say mike you take your medicine every morning yep. and that's <laughs> that's doing your prayers doing your readings the same same thing i do because we were taught that and do you remember when uh do you remember what chris said to you about making the bed when we saw him at stella uh um uh, mexico ch- no i Oh, oh, yeah. Did I make my bed when I was on vacation in Mexico? I said, you know what? I straightened it out. I cleaned it up a little bit. Yeah, you know, yes, I knew that when I'm going to the beach, the maid's going to come in and do it properly, but I'm still going to straight. I'm not going to leave it a mess. I can't. It's part of the thing I have to do. I have to make the bed every morning. I love it. Yeah, and we we were taught that we went to we went, we were in a sober living facility in Cleveland um, called the Keating mm. Center, and that's what we did. We were taught to make our bed. Not taught, we had to, you know. Yes. So yeah, and that's what what Chris asked. He's like, when you when you were on vacation, did you did you make the bed when you're in a hotel room? Mike's like exactly what he just Fuck said yes, now. We did. Yeah, and then our because our, our buddy Chris said uh, he had been sober for a while and just relapsed, and we saw him at a meeting. Uh-huh. But he's just like, oh uh-huh. man, and we just started laughing because. <laughs> but the same thing when we run across people that 
like the one book that we read, it's a, it's a Hazelden book. It's called 24 hours a day. Um, and it's, we just call it the 24 hour book, but we started reading that is, is our meditation thing as a group that we did in the Keating center. So you figure Mike got in there. How many days sober were you when you got in there? Seven, eight. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And I was, yeah, six or no, it would have been day seven that I started doing that. So Mm -hmm. both of us since day seven of our recovery, and yep. we've been sober for a little over 13 years. Every single day without a miss have read that book every single day. Nice. And it's, it's, it goes daily, you know, for 12 months and then basically do it again. We, do it again. We've added yeah. to it. But when we talk to people, we're like, why did you stop doing that? You know, all you got to do is everything yes. we were taught. We did the meditation. Just read your fucking book. We used to take a walk. I used to take a walk in the morning, even when we were, we were required to take this little walk. I, I kept doing that for a while until I got fucking lazy, <laughs> but, yeah. but you know, these, yeah. but these certain things that we do every day, making the bed, we still do it because it's a, um, I, I'm not superstitious when, except when it comes to this thing, you know, the, the mm-hmm. things I do and Mike and I talk about it all the time, we'll add the stuff we do. We never take away. We're never like, Hmm, yeah. it's like Jenga, you know, is it that one piece that's going <laughs> to, you know, make the tower fall down, you know, you know, so, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, how many people, Mike, I get, I've lost count. How many people have just, you're the one that says it best about stopping all the time. Yeah, talk right, about that. right. Yeah, that's just it. Yeah, what happened? I stopped. Stopped going I to meetings, stopped. stopped praying, stopped doing my, stop. stopped, stopped working <laughs> yeah. the program. Yeah, and if you mm-hmm. stop, then you don't, I, for me, I'm an alcoholic. If I don't do this stuff, if I don't do this maintenance every day, I'm going to pick up a drink or a drug. I'm going to, I have no choice. I'm going to do it. The only choice I have is to choose to do these things that these good people taught me to do, to not pick up that first one. You know, if I stop doing it, I'm going to pick it up. I'm thoroughly convinced of that. I don't have a choice. I'm not in control of this. You know, the first step again, steps. Um, But the first step is the only one that we're told that we have to do perfectly. And there's two parts to that first step. I'm powerless over the substance. Okay, that's pretty fucking easy. When you're laying in the gutter and you feel like shit, and, you know, you, yeah, you know. And the second part is my life is unmanageable. Well, 13 years sober, my life is still unmanageable. I cannot manage my own life. I never could and I never will. If I allow these things to manage my life, if I allow this program and these principles to manage my life, then I'm okay. If I stop doing yeah. that shit, I'm fucked every time, <laughs> yep. every time. It's the tools that, yeah, those are the tools you have found. That's, that's your, that's your recovery cocktail, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Like, or we have these like medicine cocktails. We had those disgusting alcohol cocktails, blah, blah, blah. but yeah. this is your recovery cocktail and it works for you. And so right, right. just you know. do it. And yeah. that's, you know, cocaine and heroin in a syringe was a wonderful cocktail, but <laughs> it didn't work for very long. <laughs> Not sustainable. Not sustainable. Right. But <laughs> so what <laughs> seems to be. And with that, with that message, so with that message, Shay, um, first of all, I give you a lot of credit for even taking the time. I would have looked at it. I would in my head, I would have said, fuck off. Now, I wouldn't have said that to mm-hmm. him, but then I would have, <laughs> I would have said, because I need to, and then I would have left it. That's, that's mm-hmm. all I would have said, you know, because I've, I've tried, um, I don't, I don't yeah, justify it, I, I, it, but it's, here's the cool thing is that I'm, 
I'm old and jaded. Mike is old and jaded. You're not. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is which is wonderful because the the thing mm-hmm. of it is is that um, so, and I'll give you an example. Both of us can be very soft when it comes to somebody in this program that is asking, or somebody that's sober or wants to be sober, asking us for help. We're right. mm-hmm. we're soft as we're soft as fuck, and we will do anything yeah. for anyone within our power that's not going to harm us, right? You know, mm-hmm. so this guy messaged us the other day and, you know, 30 days sober, longest he ever had is six weeks. I am, I looked at him like, that's kind of cool. For, number one, to, it's one to post about it. But if somebody sends me a message like that, so I took mm-hmm. a couple of minutes and messaged something back, keep doing this thing every day, the days add up, whatever I said, kind of mindless, mm-hmm. but still something back. And he's like, thank you for, you know, detailed response and said something else. So I went back, went back and forth with this person a couple of times. And I was in the middle of doing a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> and and probably the last thing I had time for was to sit and message with somebody, but I knew he I knew he was looking for something, you know. So yes, I offered yes. that to him, you know. So when I when yes. I say we're old and jaded, it's just when if people are, are trying to fuck with me, I have no time for it. Um, yeah. If people want my help, I'll do anything for anyone. Again, within my power, that's not going to harm me in the process. You know, if that makes any right. sense. So, but anyhow, I, I give you a lot of credit on that one. I do. <laughs> Thank you. And, and as, and as I noted, I did not respond to him because I do not give energy to anyone that comes across even slightly a passive aggressive. Like right. I, mm-hmm. I don't give energy to that. That's that, that, that ain't, that ain't me, right. but I did want to explain to my followers because I did think that it was something that I, that I could put out there to let people think about and maybe not judge on too much right. anymore. Right. Maybe. Well, and, so, and that's a good point. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that when, cause you said right off the bat that you didn't respond to, to the person. So that's, that's my fault. Yeah, so, I, I would. Oh no, that's okay. I just, I would never put energy towards like, no, but I mean, someone directly. But, but the fact that you, <laughs> the that. fact that you posted about it, I think is wonderful because it is, it's a matter of saying, okay, this is, if you're, everyone's going to be approached with that question at some point. I, I can't. Yeah, I think so. I, mean, I think that's why, because it's a it's a pretty universal thing to maybe think at some point. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember mm-hmm. the last time. Do you remember the last time somebody asked you that, Mike? Or I mean, I don't. But do you guys no. hear the dogs? Well, what, you hear the dogs yet, Shay? Yes, of course. <laughs> I keep trying. I keep <laughs> right. trying to mute. But anyhow, go ahead, Mike. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, nobody's actually, you know, you're still thinking about alcohol all the time. Well, <laughs> right. no, fuck you. Yeah, um, I <laughs> yeah, I am. No, I have the Anheuser Busch Eagle tattooed out of my arm. I'm always gonna. It's, it's a part of me. It always will be. I am an alcoholic. But right. yes, but you know, I, but I don't drink, and I don't have to drink, and I'm not miserable yep. in my sobriety. You know, I, I found that that freedom and that that peace and that serenity that they promised me I would get when I put the work in. I did the work and I got the results. Imagine that. Yeah. And it's it's working. So yeah. why stop? <laughs> right. Yeah. This this. Yeah. Kind of like the full circle. Like Mike said, yeah, just don't stop. Everyone stops. And then there's a because <laughs> that's yeah. you. You said that a couple of episodes ago, didn't you? That you you caught on right away that when every that that was like the common denominator was people stop sure. whatever you're like oh i just have to never stop and i'll be fine <laughs> mm-hmm. got right. it got it yeah. okay okay i can do that i can do that i right. can do this <laughs> mm-hmm. this is simple like mm-hmm. kindergarten like follow instructions okay yeah exactly <laughs> yeah do these things and you don't ever have to drink again right. you don't ever have to get high again cool Love to hear 13 years. That's so badass. Well, you know, and and here's the thing. So we were talking about this um, when we did our 
anniversary episode and you know we were we were kind of joking about it but also very serious that like i'll post every once in a while on instagram the <clears throat> i've got a sober counter and i'll get days like and i think there's one coming up where it's going to be like double numbers or something like that i i think shit like that looks cool or when you hit a certain number of hours and it's even it's kind of like on your car when you hit like fifty thousand miles and it's all that that type of it's like that type of visual thing that i kind of get into for whatever reason <laughs> yeah but you know that i do it just because it's fun with numbers i'm not looking for i don't need people to tell me every day that oh great job and whatever it's cool to hear yeah yeah you know, know what yeah. the the one time a year on our anniversaries you know we we post and we post our coins we're like literally it's kind of like yeah. okay we did it it's another year mm -hmm. you know um but there's always the the there's always the thing you know if Everything that Mike just said, everything that we were just talking about and in all the yets, you know, that all these things that we didn't mm -hmm. do, all these things that will happen if we don't do these things that we need to do every day. So it's mm -hmm. um, it's not a matter of and, and I know I've got to remind myself because I'm a I'm an egotist. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I think most alcoholics yeah, are. <laughs> I know. I, I kind of say it. I, I say it. And I laugh because you, you don't know me that well, Shay. But this uh... his bald ass mother's known me for you know 13 years, so he knows. Mm -hmm. But but the th and he's like, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm the first one to admit it, and he's the first one to back it up. So I, and I appreciate well, good that. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> but, but with that, I need to I need to stay humble about this thing because. 13 years is a really long time, but it's not enough, you know, yeah. and the yeah. number of days we have is great, but it's not enough, you know, and yep. we, we have to have and want more, you know, just like, you know, I guess if nothing else, kind of like when we were drinking. Um, but, mm -hmm. but the whole point is just, you know, continuing to do all these things on a daily basis so that we can have these, these things. And most importantly, like Mike, you said before about not, not messing with other people's lives. Right. I mean, that's the, right. that's the biggest gift. It's, it's the huge thing. Yeah. You know, and, and yes, it is an ego feeding thing and all that when we post, but it's also, I mean, for me, it's showing people that it's possible. Right. Cause you know, yes, I, that's I, what I, it's become because much you know, more 13 and a half years ago, there is no fucking way I thought that I would go <laughs> 13 years without a drink or a drug, not a chance. <laughs> Right. right. It is possible. Do these simple little things, take the actions and it is possible. Yeah, it's impressive. And we're all part of that recovery ecosystem. We all help everyone else that are that are at different points right. Right. of their recoveries. Mm -hmm. So Well, and, and we were just talking about um, a couple of episodes ago, too, that the the people that I that I really enjoy being around in recovery. Um, I love the old timers. I love the 30s and the 40 years. We've known people with um, and known people really well with 50 plus years of sobriety. So mm -hmm. we've known mm -hmm. everyone all, all over the spectrum. But I, I love hanging out with, talking to, and and watching people that are within that that one to two, maybe three year range. Because I do those, too. That's my favorite group too. Oh, they're, I mean, because especially when with somebody, <laughs> there's so much growth. Well, and it's so much energy, and people are out there just doing mm -hmm. it and feeling it. They're just like, ah. mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like buzzing. They're like buzzing. Right. You're like, ah, I want some of that. Ah. <laughs> and, and it's great because you know what? We used to Mike did group at the Keating Center for a long long time and i'd sit in with them and then you know there'd be a room full of how many what 30 40 guys sometimes maybe 50 in a room like that mike that we would do he's muted 
Yeah, something like that. Sorry, I was muted. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yes, there, there was about that many. Yes. Yeah. So, so let's just let's go forty guys in in this room, and we're doing group, and usually, literally half of them didn't give a fuck, and you can tell. Um, mm-hmm. Another half of that half. So, figure you know, twenty don't care. Ten of them are probably too tired and falling asleep. Ten are paying attention, but not really into it. But then you see three to five guys out of that forty that are listening right. to every single word. They need it. Yeah. They need and it. These are the guys who like, you're like, okay, I see you, you know? And they're ready yes. for it. Yeah. Right. And we've yeah, got friends like, ready for these it. are the, yep. the, you know, you're throwing tiny little foundational things out for them to grasp onto. Planting and seeds. it's rewarding. <laughs> it's rewarding to, to be able, because you know that you were given that. And so it's rewarding mm-hmm. to turn around and pass it right. along. Absolutely. And like, and then watch people flourish with it. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, you know, and then they keep going and then they pass it and it's, it's beautiful. Yep. It's yep. that, it's all those ripples you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So you do in, and I guess that's a, maybe a nice lead into to what you do. I mean, you got your Instagram page. I see what you do. You've got 20,000 plus followers right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. I mean, it's, been it's a ton. <laughs> it's a ton. I knew that much. And so there's all those folks that, you know, you're again, planting seeds all over the place. You also do, you do coaching also. So I, I am certified as a recovery coach. I went through the state of Utah through the, um, through their program, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I got certified last year. I have not started my practice. It's something that I put a pause on, pause on, but Honestly, you guys are the first to know (laughs) that I am going to be restarting that. So it's not going to be right away. Um, But I am hoping that in 2024, I, or even maybe end of this year um, to, yeah, take on a couple of clients. So that is going to be back in the works again, which I'm really, really excited about. So did we actually, did we just get an exclusive here? That's awesome. I don't, you did, that, yeah. Ever, <laughs> yeah, you actually has did. Has that ever, hap- that's ever happened? That's never happened before. I don't think before. so. I don't think I've ever had, I don't think I've ever had an exclusive to give. <laughs> well, right. out of, uh, definitely our first. Yeah, we've had, I don't know, probably, when, when do we start guests again at 20? I don't know. It's a, I don't even remember when we started guests. We probably had 30 episodes or so that we've done, mm-hmm. maybe 25 guests, 20, 25. Right. Um, like that. Yeah. So out of, out of 25 guests, roughly even averaging an hour and 20 minutes with each one of them, never have we had an exclusive before. So thank you. I feel very special. <laughs> sure. <laughs> hey, I, I aim to please. <laughs> but so with, um, do you do any one-on-ones uh, right now or you just do your Instagram posts or how do you, tell me what you're, and that's what I guess kind of my question was. I wasn't sure if you were coaching <laughs> or if you were helping people individual or um, kind of like Mike said, what's the solution? What are you doing now type of thing, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't get more directly to the no, solution. My bad. Been, I'm so used to kind of giving my history and, go, and then diving into it. No, but cool. um, so, so what ended up happening was I, I, I was really all in, you know, and I think that that's um, pretty common of recovery. When I got sober, I did an IOP. I got on medication. I saw a, th- a therapist weekly. I saw a psychologist to get on different medications for depression, anxiety, anger, sleep, cravings. I mean, I did so much stuff. So I, that's like a quick bleh of some of the things I did in the beginning. <laughs> and then I got on Instagram and that was kind of um, the best uh, tool for me. And it was able, and it, it, it enabled me to kind of drop some of my tools actually. Um, and it's, it's been my best and most used tool. Um, and because I was really so into that and I was taking a lot of DMS every day, I was talking to people. I actually did this thing where I was feeling burnout of recovery. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, I went through the certification process, everything. And so end of last year, I was just like, whoa, I kind of got in this panic mode of, I don't know if I want this to be my whole life forever. Um, I don't know if this is what I want to be as my career. Um, I want to help people, but I don't know, uh, 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 you know, kind of this just awakening growth in my recovery, uh, as you will. And it's only been recently in the last several, in the the last probably several weeks, um, speaking with my therapist and my husband that we do still think that coaching is probably my path, just maybe in a different way and not as involved as I was planning to be. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be taking clients one-on-one. That's the plan. I answer any DMS that come away, come my way in Instagram now, as long as you're polite and it's about sobriety <laughs> or recovery, mm-hmm. because you know, I get messages like that one. I won't, I won't put energy towards that, but if it's something that is, that makes me think, and I think it will help my followers to understand something or will make them think, then I will put it out there in that way. Um, but if you want to talk to me, you know, about recovery, if you have a question, I'm happy to answer that, you know, if I have the time and, um, you're chill about it. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that's yeah, what we do. And that's, uh, <laughs> and that's what it, and we've, so we have, I don't know, it's 40, 43, 40, 400 followers, whatever it is. And there's mm-hmm. a, um, a, a core group of people again, that, that I know by, by seeing their faces their profile pictures, their, um, you know, obviously their, whatever their Instagram names are, even if they've changed the picture, but people I see on a regular basis, like you said, you know, you, I'll chit chat with them, this and that, and, you know, you interact and all those sort of things. And, Mm-hmm. That's grown over the time, of course, which it should. And same thing with, we don't get a ton of, you know, like DMs and stuff like that with people asking questions, but when they do, I will try to answer them every once in a while, mm-hmm. you know, I'll get, I'll get a question from an individual that I don't think I can help, you know? Um, and I'll be mm-hmm. honest with people. If, uh, like for instance, if a, if a female, um, came to me and said, can you help me with this, this, and this? I'll answer a couple of questions. Then I'll say what you need to do, because this is what we were taught. Reach out to this person. You need to go go talk to another female, you know, because it just, it it is. It's just better. It's just help. It's just just easier. I mean, I know people have done it the other way. uh, So like props, if you've done it, whatever. I don't, I don't judge anyone on how they've done anything ever, but it is easier. Like it just, yeah. And it's just that there's that whole, <laughs> and, and we joke about it. And I, I mean, I got a, I have a t-shirt that I'm going to wear to founder's day that says 13. It's not just a step, <laughs> you know? So, cause now I have 13 years sober and you know, a 13 step for anyone who doesn't know it's going around and trying to, trying to bang new coming, new coming young, young women is what it is. Yeah, that's so perfect for you guys. Yeah, but oh I mean, God, I, I don't do it, but I'm going to joke about it, you know, but you know, I don't want right. to, that's the one thing that I don't <laughs> yeah. want to put myself in a position to number one, affect somebody's sobriety or number two, any, any mindset of some, any impropriety when it comes to something like this, I know how to handle myself in a, in my personal life and in a work level and working with mixed you know, people and races and mm-hmm. colors mm-hmm. and ages and all that stuff. I get it. But when it comes to social media yeah. like that, I'm like, here, here's the deal. I can answer a question, but this is what you need to do, you know? Um, and it's, it's, it's a safety part for you to like, it's just a safety part all the way around. Right. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, like you last thing, yeah, right. Last thing I need is some broad with you know two months sober falling in love with me. <laughs> That's the thing. They're too they're too vulnerable. Honestly, right. like I, that happens so often in the first right. year. They're too vulnerable. There's too many emotions going on that we haven't felt mm-hmm. right. in forever. And we don't know and, what the like, hell to do with them. And we just think that we love anyone helping us. Like we mm-hmm. do, and even if we right. don't, it's, <laughs> and it's transference, and it's it's psychological it's not yeah. real it's it's a phenomenon that happens mm-hmm. so, so that that just reminded me there was a I'm um, glad you're talking about i it. was on um have you ever heard of sober grid it was a i believe so. yeah uh, well I, I got kicked off of there for posting stuff about our podcast but oh what is it's like a social media for sober people right huh? yeah it is and it okay it, yeah one way or the other, it was in the rules that we shouldn't be doing that. I didn't know it was innocent, but they kicked me off, and I said, fuck them, and I, I talked to Mike, and I talked to him about, about it on the podcast, and basically ran ran around with their name for a little bit, and they ended up, uh, they tried to beg me not to not to talk about it on the podcast, and we did anyhow. <laughs> so, You're like, why'd you bet right. me? But, um, so <laughs> when, when that first started out, though, it was the way I found it, I was literally looking for sober dating apps, you know, and... I mean, uh-huh. I'm not ashamed to say it, you know, I was like, well, there's nothing wrong with it. I wasn't looking yeah. for, you know, yeah. sober porn. I think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh. hang on. So, never mind. So, is that a thing? So, um, Google. How do I find that? <laughs> oh, real quick, Mike, remind, remind me about that, the, the Hey Google thing in a minute. So keep that in your head. For All a right. So, um, so I ended up to get on there and that's, I met, um, two people that I, that I actually hung out with and dated for a little while through there that I'm still friends with to this mm-hmm. day, you know? So then I connected mm-hmm. this, this other chick connected with me. She was in Tennessee and this was only God, probably three, four years ago. Mike, I don't even know if I told you about this cause it was just kind of like this mm-hmm. passing thing, but we're talking back and forth and uh, you know, again, sobriety comes up after a couple of days and you know, it's a sober app and she's like, Oh, I've, you know, been sober a, a, a couple of months, but I had like seven years before whatever it was, however much time relapsed and I'm back in mm-hmm. and this and this. And she's like, she's like, you know, all this different shit, you know, we keep talking, but you know, she's like really like wanting to talk deeper and this and that wanting to meet at some point. And I'm like, I said, I'll tell you what, I said, why don't, um, I said, give yourself some time to kind of get back into it. She's like, she's like, well, I had, I, I know how to stay sober. And in my head, I'm like, uh, no, you don't because you relapse, which, which again, I would never say that to somebody, but, but I was trying to kindly say, yeah. take time for yourself. You don't need me fucking with you in any way. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And, I, and she got mad about that. And I'm like, whatever, mm. man, you know? And I'm like, okay, it's fine. That's fine. Go, go about your way. Yeah. But so the, like yeah. the, the, Hey Google thing, I'm listening to, yeah. um, Mark Marin episodes. Now he's in the like mid 2020s, I think. So going through the pandemic stuff and apparently right. his producer, again, whatever his name is set up, he goes, yeah. yeah, to help me now, you know, while I'm doing this, he goes, they set up Google assistant for me. So I'm listening to Mark Marin. I have an Android phone, which I have the Google assistant set up. So every once in a while, Mark's like, Hey, look at this. And he says, Hey Google and my phone buzzes. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> so through my podcast, with through my podcast, Mark Barron's making my Google Assistant go off. So it was just nice. Yeah, it was just kind of funny. Oh, no. Well, let's try this. Hey, Alexa. <laughs> well, we have, first of all, oh, we have head- people's phones just went off. Oh, yeah. I never thought about that. If people listen to it openly, that's a right. Hey, uh, hit, do this one. Hey, Alexa, play Iron Maiden. 
nope. nothing over here. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to you got to play it backwards. That when you play it out, play it back. And I never thought about that. Yeah, people are listening to this openly. Their phones are going to start playing all this shit. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. But um, right. So so that's your that's your plan to do that, and and you'll answer obviously questions and things like that. But. When you mm-hmm. just said a, a couple of minutes ago, kind of like a, a recovery burnout, was it getting to the point where were you getting overwhelmed with Instagram or just feeling like you were all about recovery all the time or, or how did that go? It was all recovery all the okay. time. Every part of my life. I was, right. I wasn't fine. I wasn't feeling any balance. Like, and that's just it. We have to find that. Right. Yeah. Because I was so obsessed with my drinking. And so I just went, I moved all my obsession into recovery. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's normal. And I think it's actually necessary for some of us, Absolutely. a lot of us, because, um, that first year is so much new and mm-hmm. scary and different and hard. And just, yeah, you need if to you're not so focused it. on right. recovering, it's too easy to slip into it because you're still maybe craving it. You're still not quite sure. Like, why am I doing this? You know, mm-hmm. there's certain things that need to take hold over that first year that, that really give you that foothold that you don't really understand that you need. I right. think. Right. Well, and yeah. And when I, when I originally <laughs> got on Instagram, before we started doing this, I got an Instagram like a month or so before we did the podcast and, and I did it for, um, for an outlet, for another recovery outlet, because I mm-hmm. felt like I was missing something. And then the, the short mm-hmm. story is Mike and I started talking and we started doing this. And this has been, mm-hmm. and I mean, Mike and I have, we joked about it to begin with that we just didn't care. But really when we started it off, it was just going to be he and I getting together every Friday night and shooting the shit. And we were- yeah. Cause like, that sounds fun, right? You want to talk to your friend. Why not just record it? Cause you guys have fun conversations. Some, some people might want to listen and yeah, right. why not? And, but our, our point was, well, if people listen, fine. If not, it's not a big deal. And then we started, then well, yeah. I did, I started reading all these things about, you know, in these articles just came to me basically by doing research on how to do stuff about pod, mm, the yeah, about podcast yeah. failures and all these different mm-hmm. stuff. And then, you know, percentages. So then he and I started talking about that. We're kind of like, well, we, we can't fail at this thing because we had no expectations <laughs> right. and we, we have accomplished more, um, in, in this, in this last year in, what, couple of months, three months now, then, I mean, then we ever even imagined. And Mike, you, I'm so happy for you. That's so fucking awesome. Here's the thing. And and Mike had brought it up when we had our, our six month anniversary of the podcast, uh, we were talking about kind of a lead into it, what we were grateful for. And you started talking about that, Mike, and you started talking about the people that really made the difference for us. Right. So I'll let you explain that. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, like Paul said, you know, yeah, we had no expectations. We were just going to, well, it's in our, in in our introduction, we're going to shoot our wad into the wind and see what happens. Um, But yeah, but we started getting feedback and we started, you know, people saying, you know, that again, the ripples, the positive ripples out there. And it was like, well, shit, maybe this is something. I still don't know. (laughs) Maybe we do need to help people here. Maybe we are helping people, you know. Yes. Yes. And that's, and then it started to take on, I'm still not exactly sure what the hell all this is. And I, again, Mm -hmm. still don't care. Right. Um, But, but it seems to be helping some people and that's a very cool thing. And therefore it has meaning to me now. Right. Well, and and the thing that is, and I took, cause quite honestly, it's um, in, when I go back to the, 
you know, the egotism part is one thing for me, but on top of it too, um, I, I'm always one of those things where I'm like, okay, so I've got this mindset where I still have this. And Mike always, every time I say something like this, he's like, oh, yep, you're an alcoholic. You know, <laughs> I do. I want, I want more. I, I I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really an overeater, but I can, I can overindulge. Mm-hmm. I'm not really an over mm-hmm. on anything like that, like food related or bad things like that in my life anymore. But I, but I can overindulge on stuff. But when it comes to things like mm-hmm. this, when I, and like you said, in reading some things about how, just how to do basic podcast things, then I start reading about growth and where things should be and how podcasts should be. And, and I'm like, well, how do we do this, man? <laughs> you know, so you know, then I, then I, then I set these benchmarks on my head and I'm doing this and I got all these things and, and I'm getting all like, <laughs> I'm like, but, but then when I really sat back and looked at it and, and like Mike said, with not only getting feedback from people, from normies, people who are not mm-hmm. alcoholics, yeah. um, are just sitting down and listening to us. Mike had somebody come up to him at the, uh, at a convention. He was at a horror convention with his girlfriend. And what did he say? Mm-hmm. I just like the, nice. I just like the way you guys are talk or what you guys talk yeah, about. Or something. He, just, he, he just likes to listen to us, you know, and listen to the, again, the, the, the positive ripples basically was what he was <laughs> saying, you know? Yeah. He, he enjoyed, you know, the, the, the uplifting and, and the swearing and the, the dirty jokes. And, <laughs> I love you know, it. Yeah. But, you know, but a couple of guys just trying to, you know, live better lives. And he, he appreciated that just on its own as that. And that was That's, that was really cool. That, that must have felt so oh. good. Yeah, it was, like, it was pretty fucking cool. And, <laughs> that's, and that's we, get, we get a couple, we get reviews every once in a while. We just got one that we read on last week's episode that um, it was so, it's, it was funny as shit, you know, and, um, but also very heartfelt. And that's the thing. So I stopped focusing on how, how many, you know, like followers we had or how many podcast plays. I mm-hmm. know what an episode should do in a seven day period if it if it's playing well. And mm-hmm. but now I think to myself, mm-hmm. if it's playing well, that means it's hitting the right amount of people. And that means we're doing our mm-hmm. quote unquote job and at least getting it out there to people that it can help. That's the way I, I look at it now. Absolutely. Now don't get me wrong. I mean it, it'd be great if we started getting, you know, a thousand plays a week and all these different things because it would help more people, you know. Um, right. Yeah. But that's why I say sincerely, it's just when I, when I look at this over this time frame, I look forward to this, um, so much and this podcast, it, it does occupy, it occupies an hour plus of our time, just the recording part of it. And then doing all the mm-hmm. setup and things like that and the clips I do and whatever, uh, no shit, probably, I don't know, seven, eight hours a week. I don't even know if it's yeah, it's a it's a part time gig, right. gig for and then sure. then I had Instagram and yeah. I had the the web store that we're working on and all that. You know, I've, I've got twenty to thirty hours a week probably. But the thing of it is, is that it's not. Um, I get overwhelmed by my day job, <laughs> not mm-hmm. by this. <laughs> this is your hobby. Oh, yeah. and this all this stuff, <laughs> the podcast, Instagram, um, all these things that that's what brings me the happiness because I know that it's there's a purpose to it. It's doing something. Um, Whereas yes. my, my day job at the moment, which, you know, I'm not going to complain about it right now here because I've done that too much, <laughs> but it, um, it doesn't bring me any happiness or joy. It, it, it drains me because it's, it's pointless, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I was just kind of curious about that when it came to, you know, uh, with as many followers you had, like Christine, for instance, um, you know, she's a, she's a buddy of mm-hmm. mine, you know, and we've, we've 
Oh yeah, I love Christine. Yep. Sober yep. as a mother. What's up, Christine? Love you. <laughs> Ava, you have to get her to listen. She she lies and she says she listens every once in a while, but she doesn't. Which is sure I listen. But yeah, she um because she texted we text back and forth all the time because she's trying to do some certain things. I've I've asked she helped us so much stuff. Um but but the when she was on with nice. us, Mike, if you remember, she was talking about that, that, you know, she had to figure out how to manage herself with Instagram. And and I've kind of gotten mm-hmm. to that point, too. There there's certain things that I sure. that I do. And, it, and it's hard sometimes because I don't know. It, it, again, it's a you do. You kind of feel that obligation. But God, with 20,000, 30,000 followers, <laughs> it's got to just. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, you find a groove. You mm-hmm. have to find a about ba- you have to put some boundaries in and find what works for you, how much energy you're willing to put where. And right. I just do it if it works for me. Right. You know, like today I didn't post because I woke up and had shit to do. Like it mm-hmm. just didn't work out. And it was like, if, I don't know, in the beginning, I would have been like, oh, I got to find a time to post. You know? <laughs> or today, I was just like, I, just didn't, I didn't really like think about it too much because tomorrow I'll wake up and I'll probably right. post. Right. Because I'll have time in bed to do it. It's just, I don't put pressure on myself. Um, it's, it's for me, but it's for, you know, but only if it it's, and it's for everyone else, but only if that works for me in right. my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of where I think balance needs to be to make things productive balance. and actually <laughs> right. helping people. Cause if you're doing it resentfully or like oh, yeah. not for the right, for the right reasons, I don't think it's going to hit the right people and hit the right way. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you've got to keep your intentions pure. Otherwise what the fuck's the point? Right. Yeah, and you exactly. know what, if it, exactly. if it weren't for, um, if it weren't for the podcast and, and obviously now, you know, again, the web store and stuff like that, I, there's no way in the world I would spend as much time as I do on, on Instagram because it's in order to, it's, it's your promotion yeah. too and marketing right. and yeah. But it, yeah, it's absolutely. funny. And uh, when it happened, it wasn't funny, but the, the day our mom died, which was at the end of October, you know, as you can see um, the interactions you get on Instagram on a, on a daily basis. If you had, is your set up as a business account, Shay? Okay. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. So um, yeah. it was that, that day I posted cause we had a, a recording that we did on Friday and I felt again the only reason I posted anything that day I posted a reading and I posted the episode clip because I owed that to the person who was our guest that was I wanted to do that for them you know but mm-hmm. I didn't post anything for for the rest of the day and even probably that Monday mm-hmm. and Tuesday I didn't post much and you know what and and again I mean mm-hmm. it's obviously it's six months ago now seven months almost but um the mm-hmm. Our, our interactions, I mean, almost went down to nothing. It was crazy. And, and I, <laughs> it's, it's weird. And I looked at yeah, it, I'm like, wow, yeah. so you got to keep, you got to keep poking the bear to get the bear to poke back. I get it. Okay. Every day. <laughs> it's, it's the, it's the game. Right. And I might've gone down because I stopped playing the, the game, not posting every single right. day. Like it, it just, it changes it. So it's okay though. Cause that's not what I'm there for. And the right people I feel like will find me. The people that need to find me will right. find me. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, yeah. And let me, it's kind of a, kind of an oddball question, but you know, so in the, the, maybe it isn't an oddball question. So in the three years that, that you've been, you've been sober, um, has there been, and I know it's going to be hard to pick out, but here's, there been like one, even one or two things that you can look back on and saying that this happened because of recovery and this did like things that you look back on and like, these are the things I'm 100% grateful for the things where my life has changed the most. Oh boy. I know it's a tough, it's a tough question. I I just didn't know if there might be a thing right off the top of your head. Um, you know, for me, honestly, it is the, 
180 change in my family, my children and my husband and our relationships. It's palpable. The uh, difference from the tension to how the tension was and like their trepidation around me because Mm -hmm. they never knew how I was going to react to something versus now they don't worry about me and my emotions. They don't have to, um, um, what's the word? They don't have to censor themselves or Mm -hmm. like worry that mom's going to blow up about something because I can't regulate myself. I am able to regulate my emotions. And now, so now they are able to have their own emotions um, because they're children and have outbursts or whatever, you know, and um, sorry, my dog's scratching and it's just, it's a complete 180 and they're, they feel safe. And I'm able to be that safe place for them. And I feel that and they feel that and we know it 100%. Mm -hmm. And it's everything and more for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the greatest gifts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. People around, you know, that's the thing. I I talked about it plenty of times, you know, I was completely fucking miserable and I wanted everybody around me to be as miserable as I was, you know, And, and now I'm, I'm, fairly happy and fairly comfortable <laughs> and you know what i want everybody to be fairly happy and fairly comfortable around me right. as much as they exactly. can exactly yeah. we've changed that yeah. so much you know and again it goes back it goes <laughs> back to the selfish you know i'm no longer surrounded by miserable people i'm surrounded by happy people hmm. we've changed our circles we have changed our circles my life is better because of it hmm. imagine yes. that pretty fucking imagine. cool <laughs> but yeah, and that's, um, I mean, easily has been the, that was the biggest change right off the bat. I mean, my, my, my mom at, at the time, my sister, you know, um, my ex-wife, you know, both of my ex-wives, my kids, mm-hmm. my daughter came back into my life, all these different things. And now <laughs> I've got a grandson, I've got a, I've got a brother, a son-in-law. Um, I mean, it's, you can't even explain it. And again, you know, if it was just that, if somebody would have told me that, mm-hmm. okay, your family's going to be cool with you and you're going to be cool with them. I would have been, mm-hmm. that's yeah. it. That's enough. If that was the <laughs> only thing I know, I, I feel the same. I feel the exact right. same way. Right. I feel a lot smarter too, guys. <laughs> like I think alcohol made me really, really, really fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, yeah the intelligence I feel like oh okay maybe yeah. I, uh, well if you're dulling your senses every day <laughs> guess what your senses get dull <laughs> like, that fog that alcohol brain fog is gone right. uh, and yeah. my brain can reach farther right exactly <laughs> so it's it's something special well and, it, and I apologize for throwing that question out literally that just that pop that oh don't don't apologize I like that that was kind of fun to have to think about well, and it, reach. It, so and it thanks. wasn't it wasn't prepared i didn't even have it written down this time i usually i'm i'm the one that writes down all the questions and i throw all this shit out at mike and every once in a while he's like fuck why did you what did you fuck um i don't know <laughs> yeah but um makes us think yeah, it's good. it was just, just literally just popped into my head and I, I thought about that so so i, I appreciate that so um one. what else yeah. i mean we, we've occupied a lot of your time and i know you've got you've got a husband and the children sitting there and a, and a dog it sounds like so um what <laughs> i finally let her no, out you, you heard you heard i'm at my sister's house and there's a german shepherd and two shih tzus going fucking nuts down there before oh, nice <laughs> so and nice. i don't know why I have no idea they're they're great dogs well i know why my seven-year-old opened the door and let her in 
and then shut it and locked right. her in. And then I, she couldn't get out. So I had to run over there. No, but my, I mean, my sister's dogs are great. They're wonderful. I love them to death. But yeah, when they get going, they just mm. go, they go crazy. So um, oh, what's... Yes, thankfully, my python and my tarantula are very quiet. <laughs> oh, my husband would not like your house, but me and my <laughs> oldest would. I like I like snakes. I think snakes yeah, are cool. Yeah, snake and a, the... The tarantula story, I forget what we talked about that one of our episodes. That was that was gifted to him in very early. That wasn't gifted. It was a, a gift? abandoned. Yeah. It was what, a, did you ask for it? No, it was abandoned at, at the three-quarter house we were living in when we were still at the oh, Keating wow. Center. Yeah, some guy was up in the attic, and he lasted a couple of weeks or so, but he had brought a tarantula with him. <laughs> And he left it and up there. he didn't there. take it. Yep. You're like, okay, I and, guess I'll take right. him. And, you, know, you still uh, have yeah, it? 12 and a half years 13 later. years later? Yeah. Whoa. Yep. I mean, they live about 20 that's, years, so yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, <laughs> she's right over across from me in my bedroom. Yep. What's her name? Uh, Dwight. <laughs> Dwight. Uh, okay, you want the, the story is um, Dwight, yeah. Dwight Fry was the actor that played Renfield in the original Dracula from 1931, and he was the okay. guy that ate the bugs, the spiders, and the stuff. So mm. I, I have to feed her crickets every week, and she eats bugs, and so she's <laughs> Dwight Fry Renfield from Dracula. Clever, yeah, clever. Yeah. I and like that's, it. That's like before it. That's before great. Mike realized that uh, that she didn't have balls, and then he's like, "Oh, I guess it's right. I guess it's a male." Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he checked. He checked. Dwightina. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, but again, I mean, I, I know we've occupied a lot of your time, but I mean, this has been this has been wonderful. But what what else? Any anything I, else? Yeah, anything it. else you want to wrap up with, or say to people, or tell people? Uh, you know, I think one thing that I. I've really, that's helped me from since day one and continues to help me to today. And I think I hope, or I, I hope to take with me every day is, um, gratitude. Like it's so hard to be resentful or to like, um, it's hard to think you have a hard life if you're, if you're grateful for just the smallest things. And it has been Oh, just a game changer for my life. And it's, it's easier in recovery because we can start to see all the, because everything is little and new to us again. And so it's, um, it's easy to, it's an easy habit to pick up. And one that I think is sustainable and really changes us to be better people, even if we're not in recovery, anyone Mm -hmm. just practicing gratitude, um, yeah, I, I think it's yeah. a game changer, and I think everyone should know it. It was drilled into <laughs> our heads very early on and very often. Grateful drunks don't mm-hmm. drink. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't understand the term grateful alcoholic until I really decided <laughs> to stop drinking because then <laughs> it was like, wow, like, well, I understood um, also that that my I was grateful for the hard times. I actually did understand that, right. whereas. When I was in them, obviously, they were <laughs> shitty, but looking, you know, in the recovery, it was like, I wouldn't understand how good it is now. I wouldn't be able to be as grateful for these things if I, if I didn't almost lose right. them, sure, you yeah. know, 100%. And we yeah. can, we can use all that, sh- all those shitty behaviors that we had to help other people with shitty behaviors. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Because we can relate yeah. and we can and, share our lived experience. And, and they can relate you know, I found speaking, speaking to people that have substance abuse um, or addictions or whatever you would want to call it, it 
when you talk to someone in a therapeutic or a counseling type setting that has lived experience, mm -hmm. it is much easier to get farther mm -hmm. faster right. <laughs> because yeah. like you said, well, like we talked about in the very beginning, kind of like the alcoholic to alcoholic mm -hmm. resemblance, you have that first, um, initial connection. So, right. um, yeah, I just hope that more people that are in recovery choose to even like part-time, like I'm excited to start doing mm -hmm. e or even just on Instagram or however that works for you, for them, like you're doing on, on the podcasting, you right. know, this is a great platform too. Being able to share what we know, what we've learned, what we've been through will unlock the prison of mm -hmm. someone else. Absolutely. Like however we share it, it yep. will unlock someone else's prison. And if people understand that, then we can, we can hopefully make some real change. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, that was a good way to wrap it up because uh, I mean, seriously, we're, we're all about the gratitude stuff too. So have you, have you cool. yet uh, or listened yet to the mm -hmm. end of our episode? Have you listened to our wrap up? Okay. No. Well, you're well. Good. You're, we're, we're, this will be great because you get to hear it. So, Mike. Mike ends the episode the, the same awesome. way every time. So it's time for you and I to be quiet and let Mike uh, run us out of here. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. We want to thank Shay for coming on and being a great guest this evening. And as always, be kind to each other. Be good to each other. Do something nice for somebody else this week. And it is that time for you to please. Please, 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 fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off until you get to a gate with a sign on it saying, you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over the gate. Dream the impossible dream and keep fucking off forever. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So the That's short so story good. behind that, it was, and I, I listened back at one point. It was like episode four, I think. We were joking about how to, mm -hmm. how to close out the episode mike's like the first thing that comes to my head is fuck off so we're we're doing that for i'm just saying the word and then our sister uh, found a meme and so mike is reading off a meme that our sister gave us i got probably six months ago five months ago i don't know mm -hmm. it's been a long time a while. and uh so yeah that's that's our that's how we close out the episode every single time so the last a couple Brilliant. of the, the messages that we got from people are like oh yeah and tell mike fuck off or people will yeah, like, that's the gesture. Like, yeah, keep fucking Which off. Which makes you so happy. Yeah, like, that's that's awesome. People are are signing off with yeah. your sign off. That's mm -hmm. so good. That's like you know you're really connecting. I know. Ah, yeah. So good. Well, people people will do that message just like yeah, we appreciate what you guys are doing, and oh yeah, fuck off <laughs> all the time, yeah. all the fucking yeah. time. It's just it's just great. So yeah. So good. But Shay, seriously, um, we. Thank you. We appreciate you coming on. Um, just so you know, um, and I'm going to be up on godly early tomorrow because uh, our, our niece is graduating <laughs> from Purdue tomorrow. So um, she is. Oh, yeah. Whoa. So we've got a boiler maker. Ooh, I'm thinking about alcohol <laughs> again. <laughs> but, it, but it starts at, at 9:30. That's Eastern time. That's 8:30 our time. We got so we got to leave oh, here whoa. at like 6:30 in the morning. I'll, I'll have to get this posted and actually get my ass together. So. Um, It'll be, I usually don't post. Hey, if you could do it later, no, no, it's no. okay. Oh, no, it's no. Because okay I went, no, <laughs> like, it's, no, if I don't, because no. then after that, I'm driving up to Wisconsin to go to my my son's girlfriend's graduation party. So um, I've got, oh, yeah, oh, yeah I'm nice. leaving at probably 6.30 tomorrow morning, and I'll be back at about 11, and probably four, six, I don't know, seven, eight, nine hours of driving in between there. But 
So what we what just we... talked about though, it's for the kids. And these are these are what will we do if we can't drink anymore? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what will we do? But anyhow, yeah, no so it'll it'll not. be the episode will be up early. I will tag you as a collaborator. It's your choice again, whether you accept those, but cool. obviously you'll know what's there. And then um yeah, I'll I'll share it so that people yeah, can listen and all it. that. Well, and sure. we, I was telling yeah. Mike the other day. Yeah. I texted him. We've already picked up. I think we've picked up probably ten or fifteen followers over the last couple of days just from your <laughs> post, from the post from from your stuff. So oh, we appreciate that. It's not what we do good. it for, but um, you know, more so to try to help people out. No, but, it's helpful. It's I think it's kind yeah. of part of it. I mean, it, it does help. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but it's yeah. not the it's not the main point. <laughs> yeah. These conversations are, are great, and you know what yeah. we were talking about before, but. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll get all your notes in there. And then obviously everyone, please um, follow Shay, follow her, what she's doing and um, follow her on Instagram and her new, her new venture, which we were exclusive with. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For success. Yeah. But, but seriously, thank you. And Mike, I love you, brother. And I'll talk to you guys later. I love you too. Love you guys. Hey, fuck <laughs> off. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Bye. 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 As always, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. To access all of our content and interact with us, please visit our website, SoberNotMature.com. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.